1: It's I on Real Estate on AM 970. The answer.
2: Good morning. Good morning, everyone. I'm Dottie Herman, and welcome to Iron Real Estate. You probably know, because we've been on 10 years, so most of you have been following us all along. But this is the ultimate show that tells you everything about real estate, buying, selling, refinancing, legal, anything you have to know. And let me just say this. Real estate is not easy today. You've got to know a lot. And if you want to make out well, then you really want to be prepared and know everything that you have to do and put your team together. And we try to keep you updated on what you should do and what you should know, because it's tough, there's a lot going on, and we're in a really tough market to navigate because there's very little inventory, interest rates are rising now. So you want to just keep informed. Today I'm very excited to share with you a very special guest and a friend of mine, his name is Zach Edram, and he is the owner of 75 Main Street. And uh, he has another restaurant, too, and I'm trying to remember the name of it in Southampton. Um, and he is just starting a hit reality show serving the Hamptons on a Discovery Plus. You really want to know him, he is probably the best, best restaurant here I know and he really started from the bottom I watched his career from the day he opened Main Street and I'm I'm so happy he's doing this great reality show and you're not going to want to miss him. he'll be on at the um, end of the second hour Steve unfortunately will not be here today um, it's mom's today so he's busy but we'll try to do our best. Don't ask me too many tough legal questions, but I'll try to do my best to help you out. And if there's something we can't, we will certainly get back to you. By the way, just as a side note, I have been pretty sick this week. I'm finally feeling better. So a few of you I had probably promised I'd get back to with some of the uh, questions you asked me, and I didn't. But I will be sure to make sure you get your answers by next week. I just was really in pretty bad shape. I thought I had COVID, but thank goodness I did not have it. You can always call us if you have any questions. We'd love to hear from you. And you can call us at 866-970-9622. And if you can't get us for some reason or there's too many people on the line, then we'll answer your questions in an email. Just leave them with the man that takes your call. Iron Real Estate is sponsored by Citizens Bank, the place to go for mortgages or just to get a mortgage or get information and refinancing. And believe me, Don't try to do this on your own. Even if you think you know everything, sit with a professional, hear all the different options because there's so many today, and then make your decision. Remember, knowledge is power, and I always say that. You can check out Citizens' website at citizensbank.com, or if you'd rather call, call at 800-922-9999. I must tell you, and of course I have my mortgage with Citizens Bank, um, but the name Citizens is a bank because they were founded to help everyone. Not only big people, but citizens, regular people like you and me. And believe me, they really take the time to really give you the information, answer all your questions. And sometimes, you know, when you're sitting and asking questions, you say, oh, my God, I must sound like an idiot. No question is stupid to them. And you, and they will take all the time, and you'll never feel uncomfortable like that you're bothering them. They really are thorough. You can find out more information if you just want to browse and look at CitizensBank.com, or as I said, you can always call them. Now it's my time to, uh, my pleasure, and time to introduce my co-host. We've been doing this forever, uh, and my friend, uh, and actually. I don't say this because he's my friend. He is absolutely the sm- best financial wizard and the best person to talk about finance with he is the smartest person I know and that's who I go with all my questions. Um, the senior vice president, director of strategic sales at Citizens Bank, my friend and colleague, Ace Runner Soup. Good morning, Ace.
3: Good morning, Dottie. Happy Mother's Day.
2: Thank you. Thank you. You know, Uh, I was thinking about Mother's Day, you know, it's it's and, you know, I don't know. I think some of you know, some of you don't, um, but I, my mom died when I was 10 and I was the oldest and we were in a very bad car accident and, you know, I woke up in a hospital and, and found out that my mother was dead and so I grew up without a mother and I know what that's like. And, you know, um, I was very lucky to have so many uh, neighbors and, and friends' mothers who were like mothers to me. So when I talk about Mother's Day, I just want to say Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers, but all the mothers that acted like mothers or helped people out like they were their mother, even if they weren't biologically their mother. Um, I want to say the thank you to all of them. Of course, I want to wish my mom a Happy Mother's Day up in heaven um, because I always felt that, I don't want to cry, that she was always there with me. Even when she was gone, I felt that my mother is with me, and I always felt her with me. So happy Mother's Day to all the moms and those that have been like moms to everyone. And I just want to give you just a little history because in 1908, a woman called Anna Travis organized a memorial for her mom, which she pushed and pushed, and she really, you know, took her a lot of work to do this, but she had that become what is known as Mother's Day today, and it's celebrated on the second Sunday of every month. It is a celebration for a mother's unwavering love, sacrifice, and care for their children. And I found this, you know, quote years ago, that, well, actually a couple of years ago, that I love, and, it, and I just have to share it with you, and says, we are born of love. Love is our mother's. When you look into your mother's eyes, you know it's the purest love you can find on this earth. A mother is she who can take the place of all others, but whose place no one else can take. Life doesn't come with a manual. It comes with a mother. So happy Mother's Day to all of the moms and the moms that were like moms, even if you weren't biologically somebody's mom. That doesn't make a mom. Um, And I also want to give a special uh, tribute to our sandwich generation because those are usually people in their 30s and 40s um, because you have to play a dual responsibility. You have to be caring for your own children and to care for some of your elderly parents. And that's a big responsibility and that's why it's called the Sandwich Generation. And one of our shows later on um, we will have talking about the family Generation and what you should do and how you should what you should get in order for your parents. Well
3: so, Daddy, hey, I hope all the moms What are you know doing? Are
2: you doing to see your mom for Mother's Day?
3: Yeah, I will be seeing my mom on Sunday. Um I'm currently in Miami right now. Um, just came here for the uh F one uh Formula race. Uh it's uh it's crazy here at in Miami for the F one uh race. It's like Formula One. So it's been a huge Oh huge I know, show
2: you know, Netflix. yes, my friend Todd's here for that too.
3: Yeah, yeah. So it's uh just you know, my first time ever. I've never been to a Formula One race and uh it is definitely pretty insane here at Dottie. So I'll be back Sunday morning back in New York for Mother's Day, but Hopefully all the mothers feel extra special this weekend. And, Dottie, I'm sure your mom is looking down super, super proud of you um, in regards to all the things that you've done, especially uh, you've been so giving and, you know, you've you've given back so much to the real estate community. Um, I'm pretty sure she's super, super proud of, of well, where you are today. Well,
2: let done. me just say this, and I kind of stress this to everyone. Like, I don't... Um I don't ever forget like I really never forget people that have helped me in my life. I, I try to forget the people that have hurt me because it doesn't I don't I don't like to hang on to negative energy. But I don't ever forget when I was a little girl, all the people that helped me and when I didn't have a mom and I was tell people these were neighbors, they were friends, mothers and they made me lunch and when I a boyfriend broke up with me or something like that happened I could knock on their door at 1 o'clock in the morning and say, oh, my God, my boyfriend woke up with me. I'm so upset. And they'd say, all right, come in, and they'd wake up out of bed and make, make us breakfast because there were three of us, three kids. And so um, these are people that just gave and did, not because of money, not because of fame, just because they were really good people. So I want to thank all those people in my life. And I hope that all of you remember, not only your mom, if you know somebody that lives alone or, you, or somebody was really good to you, it's a special day and a little call to somebody, even if it's a few set minutes, would make all the difference and make somebody's day. So don't forget, because I think sometimes we take mothers for granted. And like I tell my granddaughter, okay, I get your mom a pain in the neck. Poor moms are a pain in that sometimes, (laughs) (laughs) okay? So even though sometimes you're like, but I sometimes, and I don't know that we appreciate them enough. You know, I had read this book, and um, it was a book about a woman who wrote a book, and she said, I wish I knew this or said this before my mom died. So make sure you say all the things that you want to say and um, reach out to those people that you know that have touched your lives, or maybe you have a neighbor that's alone, okay, it never hurts to make a call and just say, Happy Mother's Day. And if you really can't call, you don't know, you can always text. That's easy that way. So, Happy Mother's Day, everybody, and I hope you have a great, great weekend. And I think the weather, Friday is supposed to clear up by tomorrow, because it's kind of <laughs> chilly for this time of year. But maybe that means we're going to have a nice, hot summer. Hey, um, Ace, I have been so many questions on this mortgage rate, and it's at the highest, highest level since 2002. And, um, you know, they're making all this affordability issue. And, I, and I, I'm sure that there are certain people that might not qualify, although if you don't think you qualify, you really should see Ace or somebody at Citizens and really talk to them about alternative financing because, remember, conventional mortgages, 30-year mortgages, are not the only way you can go. And so I always say you got to get in the game. And like I think I told you last week, I bought when the interest rates were like 15 or 16%. And I took them, and I refinanced a couple of years later when things got better as far as mortgage rates. So there's always a way. And if nothing else, call up citizens or somebody on AC's team and find out, you know, just what your alternatives are. It doesn't cost anything. And, you know, the worst that can happen, you decide not to do it. Okay, but it's something I really think is important. What do you see now? They're saying, uh, what are the rates now?
3: Right now, Dottie, rates are currently at 5.5%. I mean, the biggest news came this Wednesday, literally two days ago, where the Federal Reserve raised um short-term fed fund rates to 50 basis points so basically we're currently at the sort of one percent range and um right now the goal is to get it up to 2.25 2.75 on the uh fed fund rate so that's really you know fed fund rates are basically overnight lending uh they're they're currently correlated to short-term rates so, if we're at 1% now, they're probably going to raise it three more times, 50 basis points. Three
2: more times and this year? Or just...
3: Three more times probably this year, Dottie. Probably this year. So, well, let me stop, um,
2: everyone. I don't want you to buy a house you don't like, and I don't want you to buy a house just to buy a house. But if you're in the right. market to buy a house, a home, and if you find something you like, uh, not only would I buy it, um, I would believe that Ace, you would tell people to lock in the rate.
3: To lock in the rate, exactly, Dottie. I mean, there's just so much going on. Can you going explain in the to everyone what market. that
2: means when you lock in a rate, Ace?
3: Yeah, of course. So most banks right now, uh, for all of our listeners, if you're locking in a rate, you can probably lock in for 90 days. Some banks are going back to 60 days, but you have about 90 days to lock in your rate, and hopefully you can close during that time, right? So working with an attorney, working with a realtor, once you – Identified a property. You want to just act quickly, and that's why you know Dottie always mentions, you know, get prepared, get pre-approved, get ready. And then once you find um, a subject property, that's really when you want to lock in your rate. And obviously, you want to talk to your loan uh, to, to your loan officer. In this environment, Dottie, there's just so many different strategies that one can take. You know, one is possibly buying down points just to get the rates. You know, to to the level that you feel comfortable with in terms of your monthly payment. So when I when when I talk about buying points, what I mean by that is that customers can. Let's say today's rate is five five point five. You can actually, depending on how much you actually want to buy down the rate for, you can actually buy it down by three points uh, maximum, Dottie. So you can actually get the rates back down to around four percent. But you have to do consider. You,
4: do you hear
2: that? Because I think a lot of people don't know that.
3: They you don't know that buy Dottie, down
2: so. the rate. Yeah.
3: correct, correct, so even though rates have gone up to five and a half and people are 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 sort of panicking that rates were at three percent about two months ago, you still have the ability to buy down the rates. You just have to really consider okay, how much are you laying in up front in the beginning, right because points will will be a certain percentage of your loan amount so if you f- if you feel like you can actually recoup the points that you're paying up front and there's a break-even point that the loan officer can calculate for you, then that means that after a certain amount of time, you'll start saving that difference of 200 $300 on your payment. So depending on how long you think you'll stay in, in the subject property, buying points is definitely a very good strategy when rates are high, right, Dottie? And then you also have the adjustable rate mortgage that you can go into as well, which will allow you to take advantage of lower rates than what you're currently getting on a 30-year fixed rate, which is traditionally the most popular product. But if you know what your options are, you can actually leverage uh, some of the lower rates out in the marketplace. I
2: I don't have a crystal ball, nor does anybody, but my guess is if you can manage to get a mortgage and lock in at today's rate or maybe, you know, your parents or some couple of thousand dollars so that you can buy down at least a point or a half a point So that your rates for the rest of the remainder of your mortgage are less. That's a great thing to do because I don't see, I mean, look, everyone's asking me why is, you know, why is, why are things going up? Okay. And it's because of inflation. I mean, you know, they're trying to figure out how to control inflation. So that's kind of why they're raising rates. So, but you know, everything is relative and I think I've said this three or four weeks in a row so I'm not going to be repetitious, but I will be. Everything is relative. I when I hear five percent, six percent, six I'm starting to get a little you know, we're getting up there a little bit. But I bought my first house when I was in my twenties, my early twenties actually. I had no money. I told you I bought like a hut. I bought the cheapest house in the best area that I could find. Um, and it was a little, like, cottage. I don't even think it had four rooms. I And I got a 15-year adjustable mortgage that I think was started at 11%. And then when the rates came down, I refinanced it. But I started. And all I'm saying is if you never get into the housing market, you're never going to get there. So you might have to sacrifice, as I said, your needs and wants, this is what I have to have. This is what I'd like to have, but I don't have to have it because you're going to kick yourself in the head. Do you know I kick myself in the head all the time and I say, you know what? If I would have bought every overpriced house or a like half or 25% or just all the overpriced houses every year and held them for a couple of years, I don't even want to tell you how much money I would have. So remember something. just You have to start the game someplace. And that doesn't mean it's going to be the perfect house. But I think you should just look at resale value. Make sure that you're not buying the most expensive house on the block. Unless, you know, you have an ego and that's what you want. But make sure that the area is pretty good and the houses around it hold their value. Okay? You've got to start somewhere. Um, I don't think they're coming down. I think theirs is going to continue up for this year at least. And that means... So to and go to New York
5: City's first and only life plan community, River's Edge, will soon be built on a 32-acre campus along the Hudson River just minutes away from Grand Central and Riverdale. River's Edge, a community for adults ages 62 and up, provides peace of mind knowing that if your health changes, your needs can be met seamlessly right where you live. You have a life plan with easy access to uninterrupted on-site care at no additional cost, no matter how your needs change. River's Edge, your plan for calm call 844-55-RIVER. That's 844-55-RIVER or visit riversedge.org.
4: I always wanted to learn Spanish, but I never thought I'd have the time. Then I discovered Babbel.
6: Babbel's lessons are fun. They only take
1: like 10 or 15 minutes, and in three weeks, presto, you're speaking another language, like magic.
4: I love that Babbel's lessons aren't just robots talking. They're voiced by native speakers, so you get the pronunciation just right. If you want to learn a language, there's no faster, easier, better way than
6: Babbel. Babbel. Go to Babbel.com to try for free. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Babbel.com.
4: Mike Lindell and MyPillow are offering a buy one, get one free extravaganza on multiple MyPillow products. Now's the time to join the millions of Americans who have changed the quality of their sleep with MyPillow. Right now, receive buy one, get one free pricing on MyPillow bed sheets, six-piece towel sets, couch pillows, beach towels, roll and go anywhere MyPillows, and so much more. Just go to the radio listener specials page at MyPillow.com. Use the promo code AM. 970, or call 800-651-0798, 800-651-0798. Don't miss this incredible opportunity to buy one, get one free on select products. You'll also receive Mike's book absolutely free with any purchase, 800-651-0798. That's 800-651-0798, or please go to the Radio Listener Specials page at MyPillow.com. Remember, use the promo code AM970.
6: Spring means new beginnings and growth. So let's get your business's seeds planted now with Salem Surround. Look, there's a lot of competition for your brand and the services you provide. But we want you to stand out. How? By making sure people find you faster and easier on the web. By helping you grow your positive online reviews by bringing you the leads your business needs to thrive. Our team of media strategists are just like you. We live here, work here, and know the communities you're trying to reach. That's because we're local and here to serve you with boots on the ground and the know-how of a nationwide digital agency. At Salem Surround, we do it all, from digital audio to streaming television, SEO to paid search, social media and websites. We're media strategists, and we're proud of what we do. There's only one thing we're missing, you. Let's grow together.
5: Visit surroundnewyork.com. Surround New York, connecting you to new customers.
0: Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com.
5: If you love Broadway, movies, and music, then tune into Broadway at the Russian Tea Room Sunday afternoons at 5. Host Rob Taub interviews the biggest stars, writers, and directors, plus film and theater critics, along with people behind the scenes, from doctors and fitness experts to casting directors, stagehands, and dressers. It's the only show of its kind, and it's right here on AM 970 The Answer. There's a lot to learn and understand when getting ready to buy a home. Having a right lending team in place who can help is important. The lending experts at Citizens Bank can answer your questions about home borrowing or how to get started with a mortgage pre-approval. Call Citizens Bank at 212-857-6668, 212-857-6668, and ask a citizen. Mortgages are offered and originated by Citizens Bank NA, a NMLS number 433960, equal housing lender.
1: Continuing. Ion Real Estate, your premier source for real estate information. Here's the host of Ion on Real Estate, the Vice Chair of Douglas Elliman, Dottie Herman.
2: We're so back and um, you're listening to Ion on Real Estate. I'm here with my co-host for the first hour, a 5 And we're talking about buying a home. I'm going to be pretty basic today because sometimes we get away from the basics. But I think most of us know but if you're doing a uh, commercial deal or you're buying investment property, it's not emotional. It's more dollars and cents. But when you're buying a residential home that you're going to live in, it becomes very emotional. And one in three Americans will reduce to tears while trying to buy their first home, and that's according to a lot of the new research. Um A lot of people suffered from buyer's remorse and said, oh, I must have overpaid. And that's why I think it's really important to have a budget in your mind, speak to aid and the people at citizens, know what you can afford, and don't get carried away if there's a bidding war and and take on too much debt. Um, And one out of five, the first-time buyers, actually it was two out of five, uh, they describe purchasing a new home as the most stressful event in modern life. And if you look at some of the most stressful things in life, buying and selling a home is right on that list. So it is a stressful time, and it's it's a time that you just should take a deep breath and know that it's going to be a little bit stressful, but that you're going to get through it. Um, with that, Body I is- it can be you know, an overwhelming Thirty eight percent of first time homebuyers buyers found the entire home buying process to be far longer in duration than they expected. And that is why again I stress that you talk to your loan officer and, and, and do your homework and we tell you what to expect so that you know the process just like negotiating. I said, find a good broker, but today there's not a lot of negotiating room. I'm just going to tell you that there's a shortage of housing across the country, not just in the New York metropolitan area. I just did an interview for Bloomberg and they asked me, gee, Daddy, like, what are these rising interest rates? like? What is that going to do to people? Now, again, in my mind, yes, some people might be priced out because of the interest rates, but again, before you think you're priced out, you should talk to Ace and his team and find out if there's an alternative mortgage because there's so many different kind of mortgages. Um, But also, know that you're not going to find everything that you want in a house. So, you know, you've got to kind of make up needs and wants, what you need and what you want, and you have to be willing to compromise. Okay, and so, okay, and some of the things that people found tough that we try to go over are that they didn't know and are and different from what their expectations are the costs. Now, Ace, maybe you could briefly tell people, like, as an average of a percentage, what they can attribute to, because, you, you know, besides for the price and your down payment, you have closing costs. And um, you want to give – I think you have a number that's about an approximation to you can expect on closing costs.
3: Yeah, Dottie. So closing costs is literally right around 4% of your loan amount. So a lot of folks will need closing costs and and a little bit of reserves, right? The bank will want to make sure that you have at least six-month reserves, meaning six months of your monthly housing expense, just to ensure that you have enough in case something happens and, and you can still have – enough cash flow to pay for the mortgage. But more importantly, Dottie, when you talk about buying real estate, it's probably one of the biggest sort of purchases that you'll ever do in your life, right? So it is very emotional. So many people get uh, anxious, nervous, and that's why it's it's important to be prepared. But I think one of the biggest things that I get every single day in terms of questions is that Ace, with rental uh, prices skyrocketing every year, You know, is it worth it for me to buy? And I can tell you right now, you know, some of the folks that are paying these astronomical rents can definitely look into purchasing because buying will probably be cheaper or maybe even the same, but at least you're creating um, equity and and there's appreciation in in the asset class, right? So I think, you know, for folks that are renting right now, it's critical for them to really look into buying. And if it's, you know, a a down payment that, that you're worried about, speak with a bank or a loan officer and really figure out what products there are out there, Dottie, because there are products that you can put less than 20% down, which will really, really uh, create a little bit of of alternatives for you in in regards to saving up for a down payment, right? You can put 5% down, as little as 5% down. You can put 10% down. So it really depends on where you are and what type of product that you're looking for. But Dottie, I, I saw an article that talked about location that properties near subways are getting more value for 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 their prices. And, you know, I just wanted to talk a little bit about that. If you're looking to sure. buy that's property.
2: Really, you know, Ace, that's so right. important because I think, especially in the city, I mean, you know, in the suburbs where you might have to drive that's everywhere, right. in the city where a lot of people don't even have cars, you want to tell everyone what they should look for as far as pricing with uh, mass yeah, transit and that how that is value?
3: i mean for 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 one example schools are so important right so if you're if you live by a really good school district if you live by a train station you know easy access in terms of transportation and then if you live near you know restaurants and retail shops that's really where the value is in the city and then i can tell you for the suburbs if you live if if you're looking to buy in a very good school district that's really where families are attracted to that's where a lot of the families will want to, you know, raise their kids. And, and that's really some of the things in terms of basics that you need to look at, Donnie, because it's it's one of those things where location, location, location is is critical when buying real estate, right? You just don't want to buy anywhere. You want to look at the surrounding neighborhoods. Is there something that's going on Absolutely. that's going to create? Absolutely. You know, yeah. hey,
2: there could be a house that could be a block away from you, and it's selling for a lot less. And you're like, oh, look at that house. This is selling for so much less. And it might be because it's in a different school district. School districts are very important, but let me emphasize. If you have children, it's wise to key in or zone in on an area that you like. And I would visit the school and find out about the school. And remember something. Not everyone, you know, you might have a special needs child or you might have a child who has you know, maybe musical abilities. So you might also want to look for a school that matches your children's needs or if they have a good sports program. So that's something if you have kids or you're planning to have kids, um, that's a big, big, big number that accounts for pricing, okay? Because, look, if you want to buy a, a property in the boondocks that's miles away from everything, of course it's going to be cheaper. So those are important things. To look at, and um, as as you said, you know, you just need to make sure that you have enough financing. And when I tell you about who's buying homes today, um, millennials, okay, made up 43 percent of home buyers in the past year, and that was last year they made up 37, and this year they made up 43. And I uh, will put my uh, reputation on it, that that's going to continue to grow. Um, And millennials are ages 32 to 41. And they're more likely to be selling their first homes rather than entering the market for the first time. The older millennials have some of them have bought houses already. In times like we're in now, which is rising inflation, buying a home can serve as a way to control spiraling costs by either locking in. As we said earlier in the program, and a fixed rate because your rents are going to continue to jump. Uh, now Dottie, your taxes you, might go up.
3: Yeah. Dad. Dottie, do you remember about four years ago, we were reading uh, articles in the news about millennials not wanting to buy, that they want to be Absolutely. flexible and nimble? And, and, and look at it now, right? I think um, by next year they're, they're saying that millennials will make up 75% of the first home-time buyers astonishing right but so i always
2: believe what you read and don't if i recall Ace, that, that was in around 2007 2008 yeah. when the prices kind of were falling and the banks looked like they were we were in a recession and people said no millennials will never buy because they saw their parents losing money and they will never do that and the opposite is true they are very much into home buying and they, they, they absolutely don't want to rent. They want to buy. So don't always believe everything you hear, okay? <laughs> Certainly, That's right. That's And right. I think that H and I said, don't even believe that the American dream is alive and it's been alive for hundreds of years and it still is. Everyone really likes to own a home. And in most cases, yeah. it's the biggest financial investment you'll ever make.
4: I want you to talk about the whole yeah. buying
2: plastic, actually sure a rocket? Right.
5: Holland Christian Home is a Christian home for seniors, a place that will treat your loved one with kindness and respect. Located in North Haledon, New Jersey, Holland Christian Home is filled with fun activities, delicious meals, medical care, and more. Founded more than 125 years ago, Holland Christian Home provides the physical, social, and financial needs to care for seniors. Go to hchnj.org or call Charlotte at 973-807-3245. Call Holland Christian Home to discuss how they can care for your aging loved one. With residential, living a permanent life care program and respite care you'll have peace of mind that your mom or dad aunt or uncle friends and loved ones are in a warm and loving community daily chapel services are included hchnj.com or call 973-807-3245 holland christian home will care for your aging loved one with kindness and respect hchnj.org or 973-807-3245 holland christian home ask for charlotte
1: Automotive Service
5: Technician, Toms River, New Jersey. Job duties, inspect and repair vehicles, test drive vehicles to ensure compliance with state and federal quality standards. Perform basic care and maintenance. Complete repairs of vehicles consistent with manufacturer and customer requirements. Required two years work experience. Job duties, knowledge of automotive industry. Operate professional designated tools, diagnostic equipment to perform maintenance and repairs. Send resume, job number three, Wayne's Autobody LLC,
4: 2009 Lakewood Road, Toms River, New Jersey, 08755. Hey, I just spoke to my buddy Alex Cancella at Route 22 Toyota, and he told me that anyone looking to beat these ridiculous gas prices should get over to see them at Route 22 Toyota in Hillside, New Jersey. That's because they've got one of the area's largest inventories of new Toyota vehicles, including the most fuel efficient vehicles, like the 39 mile per gallon Toyota Camry, the 41 mile per gallon RAV4 Hybrid, or the one that started it all, Toyota Prius, which gets a combined 56 miles per gallon. No need to read. Mortgage your house just to fill up the tank. Call Route 22 Toyota at 973 705 8905. Let them show you which fuel efficient Toyota is right for you. Plus, they're making it easier than ever to get out of your gas guzzler by offering 125% of book value on your trade. That's right, any make, any model. 973 705 8905. Schedule an appointment at Route 22 Toyota. They'll give you 125% book value towards a fuel efficient Toyota. And remember, tell them Joe Piscopo sent you.
0: Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com.
6: Spring means new beginnings and growth, so let's get your business's seeds planted with Salem Surround. Let us help your website bring you the leads your business needs to thrive. Let's make sure people find you faster and easier on the web. Our amazing team of media strategists are here to serve you with boots on the ground and real-world expertise. We live right here and know the communities you're trying to reach. We're media strategists, and we're very, very good at what we do. So let's grow together.
5: Visit
1: SalemSurroundNewYork.com. Continuing with Eye on Real Estate, your premier source for real estate information. Here's the host of Ion on Real Estate, the vice chair of Douglas Elliman, Dottie Herman. We're
2: back, and we're talking about homes and home ownership and who's buying them. And right before the break, we said that millennials made up 42. 40- 3% of the home buyers this past year. And Ace, what did you say? Uh, next year it's supposed to go up to like 70 something. And uh, yes. baby boomers, uh, many are seeking their forever homes purchased for their second most properties, and they're often competing with mill- millennials. Um, for smaller, more affordable homes. But younger boomers, age 57 to 66, made up 17% of the buyers today, while older boomers, age 67 to 75, they were made up about 12%. Um, The silent generation, which is 76 to 96, obviously made only about 4% of homes. And Generation X, which is ages 42 to 56, made up 22% of recent buyers, and that's going to grow. Nearly two-thirds of the buyers were married couples. Many were 2 income households, often giving these buyers an edge in affording higher-priced homes. So if you have a spouse or somebody that you live with that can help, that's great. Uh, Right now, it's very challenging, and the top reason people are are purchasing a home, even in this crazy market, uh, is they want to own property. They want their own property. They want to build equity. They want larger residents. Some of them want to be closer to their family and friends. Um, Or maybe there's a change in family circumstances, such as marriage, divorce, birth of a child, However, listen to this, nearly only three-quarters of the buyers were forced to compromise on what they wanted at home. Now, they compromised a little bit, but they didn't have to go crazy. They just keyed in on an area, they looked at their needs, they looked at their wants, and they went with their needs. Today's home buyer, they want... um, they want something that's pretty done. You know, they they don't want to have to do a lot of work. So if you're a seller, I would tell you you don't have to do major construction. I wouldn't recommend that, but I would rec- recommend cleaning everything out, put your stuff in storage, the minimal amount of furniture that's necessary. It makes that place look bigger. Take all those posters, stickers, and your kids, you know, report cards and little pictures on the refrigerator. Get rid of them. Get rid of all the knickknacks. Paint your home a neutral color, pull off the rugs, and redo the wood floors if you have wood floors. Have someone clean all the windows to make them sparkle, Um, and that's – you know, it's like anything else. It's like if you were going for a job interview. You want to be on your best impression. You want to look your best. Well, before you put your home on the market, you want to make sure it's in shape, it looks its best, it shows well – and don't forget the outside because a lot of people, especially in residential uh, homes, not where there's a building and you really can't see what the apartments look like, but in a residential home, people might drive by. And if they see like a, a shady lawn that's kind of like overgrown or not too neat, uh, or they see like junk in the back of the yard, that might be a turn off to them. And they might think, oh, this person really didn't take care of the house. Um, so make sure that the home from the exterior is in good shape, too. You know, put some little flowers. It doesn't cost a lot to really get your, your place, in, as they would say, stages. You want to you put, put your best foot forward because you don't want them to just pass it and not even go in and see. Now, if you're a home seller, you're really in a great place because anyone who bought a home in the last couple of years made money. Uh, you made big profits already, so... You're in a good place, and I know that a lot of sellers say, you know, I would sell, but I don't know where to go. And to me, if you can get a really good price and you can find a nice long-term rental or something and you get the price you want, then sell your house, go to, a, you know, put some stuff in storage, find a place to rent, and then take your time and look, because it's it's really hard to time everything because there's not so much inventory, and a lot of people say, you know, I, I want to sell, but I don't have a place to go. So um, I would say that's a very good option. What do you think, Kate?
3: Definitely, definitely, Dottie. And, you know, for all of our sellers that are listening to the show, I just want everyone to know because, you know, what I'm hearing more and more, Dottie, is, you know, the, the apartment next door from me um, in this city just sold for X. You know, why am I not getting the same price um, in terms of offers? I just want the sellers to know that you're comparing a comp that just closed and what you're experiencing, experiencing today in the marketplace are buyers that were getting pre-qualified at 3% and now they're getting pre-qualified at 5.5%. So you may not be able to command uh, the same price as as someone that just closed their, their apartment literally about a month ago, right? So, But what I do want to tell our sellers is that, you know, I'm in the market to buy as well, Dottie. I just sold my Visionaire apartment and I'm looking to buy. And to my surprise, there's a lot of landlords and a lot of new development. They're still giving um, concessions, Adi. So they're not necessarily giving you a concession on the price, but they understand the market and they know that rates have gone up. So the affordability of buyers have gone down a little bit. So what they're doing is they're actually giving three to 4% concessions. And, and, and what I mean by that is they're giving transfer tax concessions, mansion tax concessions, right? Um, you know, there, there's, there's, you know, title concessions as well. So there's a lot that our buyers can do. And then there's a lot that our sellers can do in this marketplace to really continue to to ensure that your property moves in this marketplace, do not be deterred by rising rates. You just have to be a little bit creative. You don't necessarily have to lower your price, but you can do other things to really incentivize buyers to continue to buy and and really um, create a robust marketplace, right? So I just wanted to tell our listeners, whether you're on the buyer side or the seller side, there's deals to be made. You just have to inquire and and don't be afraid, right? Because a lot of buyers, they're like, Ace, there's so many bidding wars. You know, I've, I've been looking for a home for so many months now and the price points have just skyrocketed. Well, now the market's shifting a little bit with higher interest rates. So you're not seeing as many bidding wars, and don't be afraid to ask sellers for concessions um, even in this marketplace, right, Dottie? So I just wanted to kind of, you know, share my experience in terms of just going out and, and looking for property. I was very, very surprised, actually, and I'm in the business, that these developers were continuing to give concessions even in this marketplace, right? So there's a lot of things that you read in here, but then when you're actually on the, on, on the ground level and you're actually looking to buy, you know, there's certain concessions that sellers are still willing to make, Dottie. So I just wanted to keep... You know, share that with our listeners um, to not really be as deterred if you're a buyer. You know, there's still a lot of deals to be made, for sure.
2: Now, here's a million-dollar question that will probably end the first hour of our show on. And this I get every day of the week. Will home prices and rents finally fall? And I can just give us what our predictions, although no one knows 100%. But here's what we already know. We know that since the COVID pandemic began, the real estate market has been on the wild ride of unprecedented highs and lows, record high home prices on one side and record low mortgage rates and available homes for sale on the other. It's been a time of overwhelming stress for many, gigantic profits for some, but now the housing market is starting to normalize, okay? And what does that mean? Will home prices and rents finally come down? Will more homes go up for sale? And what does this year have ahead of us for the rest of this 22? And basically, our predictions and so my predictions, Ace's predictions, and so does uh, Realtor.com um, they forecast the market will continue slowing down from the frenzy. Now, remember, when you read the word slowing down, it's everything is relative. It's slowing down from a frenzy, like a craziness. So it's not a slow market. It's just a little bit more normal market. Okay, so it's slowing down from of the frenzy. and um, Prices look like they're going to stay high, and inventory will remain tight, and mortgage rates will rise. Now, I think I was on Bloomberg last week, and they were like all of this about the interest rates, and I said, listen, I don't think it's the interest rates. And that's what every paper is talking about. Every single paper is talking about interest rates. But you know what? I, as I said, I bought it when it was 11.5%. I don't think it's the interest rates. I think it's the lack of inventory.
3: That's right, Dottie. That's right. And and, and look, you know, and and I, I love the fact that you said a normalized market, right? Because so many people are thinking, well, prices come down. Will it? Will the market correct? Are we in a bubble? One of the things that I want our listeners to know is that we are definitely not in a bubble, right? It it is a very different marketplace than what we were in in 2008 and 2009. Uh, the, The banks are still looking at credit. They're looking at income. They're looking at assets. very different than 2008, 2009, where banks were not looking at all these things, and everybody was getting a loan, right? So that's number one. There will be no bubble in the real estate market today. Uh, now, one of the things that Dottie did mention is that it's going to normalize, meaning you're not going to see these sort of, you know, 12%, sometimes even 20% increases year after year in, in certain markets. It's just going to slow down, right? I think inventory will continue to be an issue until we see more inventory come into the marketplace. And if you're buying real estate, you're going to see a 5% growth, 6% growth, even 10 to 11%, depending on what market you're in. But, you know, you're just not going to see those those leaps that we've seen the last like two years, but it's still going to be a very, very robust uh, real estate market. And I think if if you're buying long term, and and you look at the historical data on real estate, it has gone up tremendously, right? And if you can hold on to the to the property and withstand the cycles of of the real estate market, you're gonna most likely profit off of that. And it's 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 an, ama- it's an amazing investment vehicle. Um, yeah, the average person to made
2: money exactly. through their real their real estate. Exactly.
3: exactly.
2: And by the way, exactly. just to add on to what they said, we know that the shortage of home the shortage of homes for sale has been more than a decade in the making, and that will keep home prices high. That's why they're not going to drop because there's a shortage of sales. Um, sales will continue to climb, and they expect um, that they're going to hit a 16-year high as 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 even as they go up by about 5% this year. And of course, if you have an attractively priced home and it's in good shape, expect to sell it pretty quick. Homes are selling now much faster than they have in any previous years. The popularity of the suburbs, if you live in the suburbs, is also likely to endure because remember, with COVID, a lot of people left the suburbs, left the cities to go to the suburbs because of COVID. So now everyone says, well, now what's going to happen is COVID hopefully is calming down. Uh, and they, uh, people predict that the suburbs will endure, and and they emerge as places to be during the pandemic, but they will go on. Um, People, were they have families, and they have more kids, they need more room, and they tend to go to the suburbs. The building trend was accelerated by the needs of aging millennials, often with families, and so remote work will also be a factor. Just think that with remote work, people might be able to live further from where their jobs are, um, and that could also be helpful to the suburbs. they are all indicators that you're not going to see prices drop. And as they said, you can see them not going up 20% like they did in 21, but it's going to be a normal, steady market, tight, because, again, no inventory. And until that happens, you're going to remain in a seller's market. And it's certainly not going to be easy for first-time buyers because they're also competing with people that might be – have more cash or something. So it's really important to save your money, okay? And or look at some outskirts where there might be cheaper, you know, where the homes might be a little bit cheaper, or sometimes you as I said, you could if you know somebody who's a handyman or can help you fix something that needs work. And let me tell you what I noticed with difference in generations. In my generation, and I don't want to say in my but we were willing to wait. We bought a house, and we said, "Okay, we can't redo the house entirely. And it needs a new kitchen, it needs a new bathroom, blah blah blah." But we'll do it. In, we'll take our time. Maybe we'll do the bathroom first, or maybe we'll do the kitchen first, and then we'll save up some more money. So, you know what? Don't if you unless you have the money to have a perfect house, and there's no house that's perfect. We, we will willing to compromise. There's things that you can do in time. You know, you'd be surprised with a can of paint. And even if you don't have the money for new cabinets and things of that nature, you can paint them. You can put, like, different knobs on. You can put new kitchen counters, which really make a big difference, and they're not expensive. There's a lot that you can do that is not that costly. Um, you don't have to do, and I know millennials want everything done now. And listen, if it were me and if I could give you my best advice, I would say don't wait till you have everything that you want now. Find something in a good place, in an area that you like, with school districts you like, in a house that you can work on and expand in, and that you can see yourself over time living in it. Now, Ace, hey, I have a question, and they're saying, what do you think rates will go up to? You don't have much time to answer that question. Well, it's going to be a cliffhanger, okay? Uh, because these is going to leave you in suspense. But I'll, I'll talk to you about it after the eleven party. And
4: then
2: we're going to talk about appraising. And we're going to say, what happens if your appraisal doesn't come in? What happens if...